the true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. Little did they know that over two centuries later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Was that you? Did you burp into the mic? No, he was starting to hum. He didn't realize his mic was on. <laughs> Making some harmonies over here, getting ready to rock. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. And welcome to volume 12 of the Bourbon Chronicles. And we had a whole new intro planned out. And I messed it up. And Nicole messed it up. You gave her four minutes to fix it. Yeah, it's no unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. No kidding, man. We showed up here. A half hour ago, started working on stuff. We didn't realize we were going to make this so, hey, such well, a, it's not a high pressure fix. All right, anyway, so we have A, B, C, D, E, F, and G on the show. So let's take G and put it where H used to be. Let's take F and move it up to D. And that's basically what we yeah. just did. Yeah, come on. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of us during the show, uh, we have a new email address: info <laughs> at bourbonchronicles dot com. Uh, the, bur- the bourbon chronicles. Tag on it. Do it info, again. Info at the bourbon let's, let's just start over. Why do we have let's that email? Let's just start over. How many times have you been able to practice that and you still got it wrong? No, well, not that one. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> mm, game on. Game. Oh, boy. Anyway, you can also reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Alan, what's our Twitter handle? It, more bourbon for me, the number four. More bourbon for me. Uh, is our Twitter t- Twitter ha- handle the uh, number four, right? Number the four. number four. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Henry McKenna Bourbon uh, today. We got Boom. a packed show. We're gonna do wives want to know. We're gonna do bourbon news. What's in your kitchen, Kelly? Today? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I didn't cook anything. Oh, good. Hmm. But I stopped by and picked up some really good barbecue from a place oh, that really? we'll talk to, talk about in a little bit. But it's you know it's a, it's a PG show as we always say every week. It's a family centric show. But during Kel's Kitchen this week, you might want to just, I don't know, you might want to... Cover your kids' ears? uh, Cover the ears. Earmuffs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Just because there's some double entendre. Perhaps. Seems there's been a lot of that going around lately. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Unintentional. Unintentional. Completely unintentional. Always. Producer Nicole, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. You are mean today. Am I? Yes. So, we walked in... On the way here, I'm going to be so nice to these guys today. They don't even know what hit him in the face. Until we came in. And until Hamilton came in. It's, it's not. Actually, I think I was really nice until I screwed up. And then it was like. I, was yeah, I don't think you messed up at all. What did, did you great. screw up? What, what are yeah. you saying? I put in the wrong. Intro. So Rogers came here early and mm-hmm. he he took time out of his schedule to, to do that intro because we're doing a new intro and. He went home to listen to it. Who's, who's Rogers? Rogers is. Is our neighbor. He right. was not under the impression Rogers. that we were going to be playing the new one today. Alan, just go with me here. So here's what's not. really cool is that our show plays every single week. Yep. That's right. Every week. So guess what, everybody? Next going to be mex- mess- next messed week up next when week. you volume. <laughs> and I guarantee I'm going to mess it up again because it's going to be the first run. <laughs> but you know what? Though? Next week will be volume 13, so that's an unlucky number, so you'll have an oh, excuse. that's true. So uh, I wanted to say I, I walked in and Finn and Ava are here, which are Nicole's son and daughter, mm-hmm. my sweetest little kids. Um, but can we bring Ava in here for a second? Right now? Yes, right now. Kel. All right. Ava. Ava. Well, well she's not. I mean, she's going to get right What's happening? Here, right? Should we find her? Yeah. 
Hurry up, Amy. Hey, What's happening? You, hey, Kelly, will you give her your microphone? Yeah, here. You're in the new third uh, host. Come here. Hey, give her your headphones. Hold on. I just got fired. You're on. <laughs> hey, Ava. Hey, y- your mommy uh, showed me the video of you talking. It was at, at school? Yeah, her Tropicana speech. Uh, about bullying? Can you tell us a little bit about that? I don't remember most of it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Put her on the spot. I know. No, you don't have to give the speech again. But w- what made you write it? it um, it's something that, that needs to be solved. The bullying in school? I, I just want to let you know that I thought it was amazing. And you were so poised. It blew me away. So congratulations to you. Thank you. So we should put that on the on our website. Oh, that'd be cute. So well, let me tell you something. I don't know if you can hear me from a from a guy hear. growing up with a girl's name, Kelly. I have a special place in my heart for bullies, yes. and not in a oh, good I way. Bet. Not in a good way. So thank you for doing that. Thank That's you, Ava. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Ava. you, Ava. Yep. You got to be one proud mama. I am. Yeah. For her, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. You got to see it, man. I need to see the video. It's very seriously. Cool. Is like, there a video? Can we put it on? Sure. Something. If she I, says it's okay. I don't need she a pity party okay. because because. Uh, um, my my vengeance was uh, to grow up to be six four two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> but I was made fun of relentlessly oh, in elementary school. That's so okay. I don't need that. Oh, don't do so that because it makes me feel awkward. I don't like that. Okay. Oh, but kids are brutal. Are. So so Ava standing up again. Oh, sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the wrong one. That was the wrong. I one. quit. Anyway, I, quit. I can't wait to see that. Can we put it up on our Instagram and YouTube channel and everything? If Ava says it's okay, sure. Cool. If she gives us blessing, because that's that's a cool that's a cool cause. Tell so. us about the bourbon, Cappy Brooks. All right, today we are tasting Henry Henry McKenna single barrel. Uh, it's originated in Bardstown, Kentucky. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery. It's a hundred proof or fifty percent alcohol by volume. It's aged ten years. And it is a single barrel, so uh, just learned from Kelly something cool, which I'm going to steal from him. Is you learned something from me? Yes, it's no. the oldest, oldest aged or ten year aged single barrel bourbon there is. Is that the way you read it to me? They they proclaim it to be the oldest, the extra age, which is ten years, single barrel and bottled and bond bourbon available on the market. Ah, very cool. So the price point's around thirty two dollars. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit more about uh, what bottled in bond means. But then later, a second. Are we going to talk no about idea. the? Do we, do we want to talk about a little bit more about it now, or do we want to save it for later? Let's do it now because we're on it. Number one, number two, because I we talked about it before. We're learning bourbon as we go through this process. We're we don't come in here as bourbon experts. We we don't come from a bourbon background except. Well, you grew up in Kentucky, but that's his... He's a colonel. He's a colonel, everyone, by the way. Hmm. Why did you hide that from us for so long? It just wasn't a big deal. I mean, What do you mean it's not a big deal? You're a colonel. It just seems so weird. I got it when I was in college. I mean, it didn't... It's not like I was knighted or something. If I was like... I'm a a petty officer. Is that... Is that... Petty officer Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're always Captain Brooks to us. Captain Brooks. (laughs) But no, I think... So, bottled and bond... You got you got this one because I, I don't know how to fully explain it. Well, I mean, I can re, I, I don't remember everything word for word. The uh, act was uh, created in nineteen eighty or sorry sorry eighteen ninety seven. It was uh, or passed in eighteen ninety seven. It was basically a reaction to adulteration of uh, American whiskey. Adulteration, what was, yeah, really. Well, so, wait, can I can I, uh, can I try to, to guess them? Do you have them right there? The rules, yeah. Or yeah, I read it. I just yeah, go I don't, for it. Right. Get older, my memories. I don't have them in any kind of order, so I'll try to check them off as you spill them out. So go. The rules of of bourbon, to be bottle and bond, a bottle and bond. Okay, so you can't add anything to it, right, Alan? Uh, you see, this is tough, man. So that's a rule of bourbon. Oh, I know, but I thought that was uh, no. That's bond. like a sub rule right, of this. So okay, let me read them to you really quick. So basically, uh, so what the bottled and bond act says is. The federal government becomes the guarantor of a spirit, a spirit's authenticity. Uh, so, um, to be labeled as bottled in bond or what they call bonded liquor has to be a product of one distillation season, uh, January to June or Ju- July to December. And there's a little some differences on that rule, so don't that one's not uh, solid. But uh, it has to be from one distiller at one distillery. Uh, it has to be aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years. So some bourbons you'll note are bond or uh, uh, aged for two years. Anything that says bottled in bond has to be aged at least four years. 
Uh, it has to be uh, bottled at 100 proof. Uh, the bottle's product label has to be identif- uh, has to identify the distillery where it was distilled and if it was different uh, where it was bottled. Uh, and only spirits produced in the United States may be designated as bonded. So, so more and more. <laughs> you asked me to read that. Don't, don't drive off the road. No, but seriously. So how that all comes into play of this whole thing is because, because of the demand of bourbon, because of how many different ages and barrels and distilleries that come into play, it's becoming harder and harder to find something that's yeah. legally bottled and bond. Yeah. Because, I mean, some of the best bourbons you'll ever taste are blends of different years, different distillers. And that <clears throat> meaning that they can't be legally right. called bottled and bond, right? So yeah, it's, kind of, a lot, it's more of a collector's item issue than anything else. Like when, you, when we were kids collecting baseball cards, you wanted a certain series of tops, right? It had yep. to be like from this year and this particular rookie card with this particular stat. Yep. That's kind of what this is about. It doesn't mean it tastes any better. It doesn't mean what that What are you it, guys doing over there? We blew the board up. We Something happened, and I uh, can not hear, hear myself. I can't hear myself now. It's okay. So I can hear you. I don't know if anybody Hannah? else can hear me. Man, Hannah, I can be totally silent. Hannah, I could just start using foul language. So when and we did would know. when we did Jeff's tournament, um, <laughs> we it was Kelly and I were doing the live remote. Alan wasn't with us. Nicole was out there, and uh, this well, is Jeff Clark's uh, the epilepsy tournament that we were doing. And Hannah was in the studio. She's a new employee. So the, the whole day, what's up, Hannah? <laughs> Kelly and I would go, Hannah, 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 Hannah. If, so we, now, can, if now, we can get everyone listening to this show to hashtag Hannah, just <laughs> on everything you do, if we can make this be a social media just outpouring of support for Hannah, our new favorite person at 103.9 WSOS. Hey. Hannah. Hannah. Here's Hannah. Fleet Foxes. Hannah. Talk to you on the other end. Hannah.
All right, that was Fleet Foxes, Ragged Wood. I really like Fleet Foxes. Um, that was my song, by the way. Welcome back. Uh, you're listening to the Burma Chronicles on WSOS 103.9 here in St. Augustine. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us during the show, give us an email at info at thebourbonchronicles.com. That's info at thebourbonchronicles.com. We're going to talk about our new email address and website in a little bit. Uh, I do want to say Ben's hanging out on his porch with hey, some ben. bourbon. Ben, thank you for hanging on to your weekend a little bit longer with us. We appreciate it. And uh, did he, you said he had a, a bourbon joke? Yeah. Yeah. He sent us a bourbon joke uh, via email. Is it, uh, is it clean? It is clean. It is. is it bottled in bond? <laughs> it is not bottled in bond, but basically uh, I'll try to read it really fast. It says, I finally got around to going fishing this morning. After a while, I ran out of worms. I saw this cottonmouth with a frog in his mouth, and new frogs were good bass baits. So uh, knowing the snake couldn't bite me with a frog in his mouth, I grabbed him right behind the head, took the frog, put, bait, put him in my bait bucket. And uh, so I grabbed my bottle of McKenna, poured a little bourbon in his mouth. His eyes rolled back, and he went limp. And I released him into the lake without incident, carried on uh, fishing with my frog, and a little bit later, I felt this nudge on my foot, and it was the same snake with two frogs in his mouth. <laughs> Get it? I do. Yeah. Hey, you wanted me to read yeah. it. Did he regurgitate two frogs, or did he catch two new ones and bring them back and trade for bourbon? I think he threw up in the pool. Spe- speaking mm. of throwing up in the pool. Oh, man. <laughs> is, you think Aaron's listening? Yeah, he is. Aaron, if you're listening, you're <laughs> you about to tell get that told story. So we hung out with our buddy Aaron this weekend, and last night we're in the pool swimming at their house, and their little son, Lane, is swimming around. How old is Lane? Uh, Lane's just, he's almost two. So he uh, he engulfs a bunch of pool water and ingests it he like swallows it and immediately starts getting sick but he's not doing that violent like baby cry sick he's just puking and it's just leaking out into the pool into the pool just like that but he's just looking at us not crying he's just spitting up oatmeal 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 so so all of a sudden all of us are like like we're you know aaron's fighting back the gag reflex so he starts trying to scoop it out of the pool. Meanwhile, their dog comes over, full head in the water, starts eating the puke out of the water. And all of us are like, oh, like when the dog starts eating the puke, we're losing oh it. So we had to fight back our own vomit, watching this vomit, watching the dog eat and the vomit. And there's nothing funnier than, than someone with a gag reflex. Yes. It what was the, the movie Stand thing. By Me? Huh? The movie Stand yeah, By Me when the, they, yeah. where they eat the, the pie eating contest? the blueberry pie. Oh, God. Hey, which... which Who's your favorite character on that movie? Oh yeah, top five. <laughs> Kelly, I have to tell you, when you, were, <laughs> when you were telling us that story earlier, I thought you were talking about an adult. <laughs> Lane? Yes. No, Lane's the baby. So it was so much funnier as an adult, wasn't it? Yes, I was like, oh, no, man. No. That's what I mean. Like, usually as baby, when they go to get sick, they get real upset. Yeah. And he's just looking at a straight face like, <laughs> and he's, there's just puke coming out, and he's like not even faced by it. Oh. Well, so while well, I roll in, I mean, this is wives want to know, right? Yeah, it is. So when Nicole was wives pregnant, know. on both pregnancies, but definitely with Ellie, yeah, she was sick the whole time, super sick, and so she, she, she was puking all the time, <laughs> and I couldn't. I mean, you can't I take would it? giggle every single but time. Can you that, take it? Do you? Oh yeah, it doesn't make me sick, but I mean, it just she'd be like, and I'd be like, <laughs> what? What? That's awful. What gets your gag reflex going? I, there's not Everything. much. I've got a pretty solid yeah. stomach. Yeah. Yeah. In okay. fact, can we move on because right. it's starting? <laughs> Go. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, all right. Remember, we're just throwing it to everybody. Right. So, well, I just want to know. If you could live in a book, TV show, oh. or movie, what would it be? So this is Ooh. was sent in by uh, our wives, right? Well, that's yes. a good one. Wives want to know. If, if you, you could live in a book, hmm. a TV show, or a movie, what would it be? Like what, my, my, like one of the three, or pick a movie, pick a book. Pick your a, favorite it says, it movie. Says or, so your, I'm going to guess pick one. Alan, your favorite movie, book, <laughs> or TV show to live in. His and would you, be Die Hard. No. <laughs> Alan would be the book Die Hard. Man, that's, hmm. that's that, hard. That is hard. My first inclination was like Bonanza. Right, like back in the Western that was days, not mine. we were talking about it. The, no, earlier this I think week. I think my first would be uh, the book Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. You, you knew this a, before. Building your own trees. That's good. No, I mean, building your good. own forts in the trees. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I want to be Atticus Finch, right from To, to Kill a Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like the guy that everyone in the neighborhood looked up to, as opposed to the what I am now, the complete opposite. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, mine would be. Uh, 
geez, I don't know. Mm. I really don't. Because, I mean, the inclination is to go to your favorite movie. Mm. But I, I don't. What about your favorite book? Do you have a favorite book? Not really. No, I don't really read. Yeah. No, you, actually, I do read. You do but, read. But it's, most, but it's, it's mostly. Um, you just read sports articles. No, I don't. It's it's uh, it's mostly, you know, it's it's nonfiction that I read. So we read emails on the show. <laughs> As I hit man, I don't know. I got to think about that. Do you know yours, Kelly? I, I think mine's probably. I, I just for me, there was a to turning a point in middle school where we spent a whole semester on To Kill a Mockingbird, and I feel like that changed the way I looked at English lit and everything. And Atticus Finch, from what he stood for as a dad, from what he did in the courtroom fighting for a black family it's just a really cool story i think he's like the he's like the king of all characters because so i, I you know what i love it's a wonderful life um yeah you're a, but, you're a christmas guy but you, I you be clark christmas vacation clark, we both realized at the same time <laughs> no i mean but you're clark as well but it's a wonderful life that's a pretty sad movie it's i mean not, most yeah. of the movie is completely sad to, till the ending where he realizes that you know he's what he really has and yeah. his family um, so it's most movies have that element of I'm overthinking it. Surprise. I th- I, for you, <laughs> my answer for you is is Clark Griswold. Okay, has to be. Has to be. Mm. Just a real not nice surprise. Uh, what Clark. about it? I'm I might go. Um, I might go a television show, but I'm going to think about it. Mm. I don't know. Right. That's a good one though. All right. So that wives want to know. Did you guys see uh, by any chance the uh, um, unicorn? Frappuccino deal. I've been deal. seeing that, but I don't understand. What? Um, what is this? Starbucks? Starbucks yes. did a, uh, they called it a unicorn frappuccino, all right? And yeah. and, and a barista, um, yeah. <laughs> first of all, it's it goes with it, the whole millennial thing. Um, but he was leaving work and he had a rant because he had to fix so many of them. So was I wanna, it like a difficult frappuccino to of make? How it looked? Um, well, he, he said it was so sticky and that he wishes people would quit buying them. Why didn't he just quit working at Starbucks and grow up and get a job? I know. I, mm. I want to see if I can pull it up. I mean, Starbucks is a good corporation to work for, I think. Well, That's, everyone's making these social media posts about them as if they're bad things. So are they making fun of this kid? Is that why everyone's doing it? Um, did, did he like design a unicorn in the foam or something? No, it's, like, it's what they call it. That's what Starbucks calls it is the uni, unicorn frappuccino. Yeah. Well, unicorn is... Because a, it's hard to find? Well, maybe. <laughs> well, no, yeah. Usually, like on social media, the word unicorn is taken on this. like um, It's something that you can't find normally. You have to like know where to find it. It's well, a that's hunt. Like it's, is. So hard but to find. I guess so it's not on menu. Now. They're out now, I guess. Well, well, yeah, good. Sunday it, it ended. Today it ended. Holy hipster! But but anyway, he went on this rant. I'm trying to pull it up, but um, but my my question is, it was I got a couple of questions. How does Starbucks? Why do people? First of all, why is Starbucks <laughs> so efficient? You know, if you go to a Starbucks, yeah. it, they I mean they get their stuff out. They're always stocked. I, because they have systems. Yeah. I know, but if yeah. you compare that to a Dunkin' Donuts. Corporate training. You they, can't they have Palencia Well, Dunkin now Donuts hold it. Oh, <laughs> hold it. When you're talking about Dunkin' Donuts, first of all, Dunkin' Donuts is a sham because their donuts are frozen. They're not For fresh real? baked. Fresh Ooh. baked. The guy doesn't get you up at three that? in the morning to go bake donuts. Maybe he did one day. But There's no time make to make the donuts. Either. Well, no, but my, so my point is, so they have the, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial time to make the donuts. Of course, oh, that's right. 20 years old. But Starbucks, they kind of specialize. I mean, they only make coffee. I mean, they make it a thousand different ways, I guess. So, the difference well, uh, they have for me, for me, I think where Starbucks hit a new level that took the fast food genre to a new uh, heights was they made you feel like it was your special order, like everything was made to order, and it was Kelly because you put your name on the cup, and like everything you did there was yours. It wasn't like you ordered number two, right? Right. So, I think that's where they hit their stride. And now, as every person goes in and design, I want half double decaf, half calf. Well, they can do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to like a, I don't know, like a Wendy's, there's only so much customization right. that you can do. And, and Starbucks embraced the customization factor. Yeah. I think that's where I went. But I think where you're talking about is our Dunkin' Donuts, which is the worst. <sighs> the worst. The worst. Dude, I mean, I fast just, I food can't. organization I on the planet yeah, Earth. It's pretty bad. If you guys want to enjoy some Google um, comments, go to 32095 zip code 
on Google Maps, look up Dunkin' Donuts in that zip code, and then look at the ratings on Google. It is so ridiculous. Look, I it's go there every morning, restaurant. and I know it's it's like, why do you keep going there if it's, it's so bad. bad? But I don't drink coffee, so we so there's coffee at home. Mm. I go there and I get iced tea every morning, and I, sweet tea or unsweet? I do unsweet, and I get too sweet and low. Almost every, I mean, at least four times a week. I will make you tea at home. I, Nicole says the same thing. I, I like, I like the way that it tastes, but they drive out me of insane. They're out of cups. They were out of large cups. How are you out of large cups? Poor management. Okay. I'm sorry. We're no, out no, of lids they were and out of straws. large cups on Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday. And I'm like, when does the truck come? I mean, why can't someone just drive and yeah. get large cups? Yeah. The, I've taken a picture on a Saturday morning at 9 a.m., and there's been like maybe 10 donuts. Well, the, the reality is that customer service is almost as almost as close to extinct as common sense anymore in a lot of places. So the places that do it well really excel customer service-wise. Like today, there's a, there's a pool in our neighborhood, and it got shut down. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, the pool got Duty? shut down. Why would pools get shut down? Duty in the pool? Yeah. Duty in the pool. So they shut down the pool. Now, there's an adult pool. Or puke. Yeah, or, or <laughs> no, the dog just comes and cleans that up for you. They shut the kid pool down because of poo. Now, there's a, another pool right next to it that's adults only. Now, they have to keep all their clothes on, but that's adults only. <laughs> but there's like two adults, and there's like 7,000 kids that just got ripped off from birthday parties that can't swim in their pool anymore because there's poo in it. Mm. So the <laughs> I don't care what you guys say, and Miss Jenny, I'm sorry, I'm going to say fart on the air. It's always funny. It but anyway, funny. so they go to the, the, the community and say, we're taking over the adult pool. There's three of you. There's 700 of us. And they threw a fit. The adults the were adults like, this is our pool. Like, everyone <laughs> pays the same fees. So, but the cool thing was they relinquished. All the kids just took, over, took over the adult pool and having their birthday parties because it's busy. Mm-hmm. Give them a break. What like, happened to the big pool, the community pool? They, they, sh- they have to shock it. They shut it down. But what about, so there's a kid pool. There's a, or, so you're talking about the community. Not pool. the kitty kitty pool. Not yeah. the little, yeah, okay. the, the, okay. not the, the, the pool that all the kids get to swim with the slide right. and everything. So there's three pools just for, so everybody's clear. There's right. the kitty pool, then there's the community pool. Community pool. And, and then the there's the adult pool. pool and the community pool had yeah. poo in it. Poo. Or baby roof. I'm so glad that we got all that straightened out. Well, yeah. I mean, and what's funny is there's another pool that's going in a new neighborhood up the street that's like four acres. It's like a lagoon pool. Whoa. Okay, what happens when one kid out of four acres takes a dump in the pool? Sorry, excuse my PG-13 rating there. However, they're going to shut that whole pool down? Yeah, like, no, that's There's going to be, be geese. It's a lake. There's going to be geese in it, alligators, I haven't snakes. thought about that much. Of- Give me a break. Wait, maybe the Brady Bunch. I would like to be in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> there we go. I think that's it. I love how your mind works. Or, or family ties. Pork chops and applesauce. Pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alan, tell us about the new website. Mm. Oh, so uh, bourbonchronicles.com. We've been working on this for a few weeks now. And uh, so we would love for you guys to go and visit it. Uh, there's a few cool things you can do uh, and more cool things coming. Uh, right now we have a biographies page. Uh, which just has short biographies or bios of all four all of us. All the Nicoles. <laughs> and, uh, She's got like a novel on her. No, it's shortened down. Well, it's, it's, okay, so here's what happened. I mm. hate writing about myself. So when I saw the two So you years, wrote eight paragraphs? No, listen. When I saw, when I saw that Alan and Hamilton's on my phone, they looked super long. Mm. So I promised Alan that I would get it done by the end of the day. So I'm laying in bed. She's like banging this thing out. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the best that I can. So I'm like, I gotta make it. Just, I have to make it just as long as theirs. And then it came out. Yeah. You have to yeah. stop. That's uh, a good bio. Yeah, you that know what's funny? Bio. It Kelly's a lot of... is longer than yours. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. His is, well, his is, so the, his is next to you. Really. So I All right, sent listen, it to let's Alan. Get back. I sent it to Alan and he tweaked it a little bit better. And, is there and, music? You know, it's good. Yes. Are we going to the next song? This what's is, our uh, timing? Because I have well, to. No, no, we're right at. There. No, oh, no, Alan's not so, done. Um, okay. Yes. We also have a, a blog page and which has comments. So what I'm going to do is every week I'm going to go back and I'm going to write a blog or a uh, recap of this week's show. So there's one on for, for last week. Uh, there will be one on for this week. we got to do a uh, millennial. And you blog. can con- comment on that. Uh, there's a contact page, which is a good way for you to reach out to us if you forget our email, which is pretty easy. But if you go to the <laughs> website, you can go to the, com- or, uh, uh, go to the contact us page and, and contact us. We're, we have a YouTube channel also, which you can go to 
and search Bourbon Chronicles and find our YouTube channel. I'm gonna I'm gonna embed those videos on the website soon. And we are taking over the internet. And we then, have the internet in the corner. And then what I'm working on right now, which oh, is it's kind of a, a long term project, is a forum. We're gonna start a few different different forum oh pages where we can all get to know each other. What'd so. you say? I said, oh boy. oh boy. Oh boy. What? You don't want that? No, I didn't say that. My first blog post is gonna be about millennials. I can't wait. You don't get to do blog blog posts, Kelly. I'm sorry. I don't. I talk enough yeah, you on the do. air. You can you can you down. can post. That's, well, it's fine. Thank you. I, you uh, you got to go look at the website because Alan's spent a ton of time <laughs> yeah, on it's it. Good. And it's it's really I'm pretty so awesome. Proud of you. Well, and he saved he saved it's us really money good. as well. And he's such awesome. a sandbagger. He's like, well, well you know, maybe guys, I can do it. Hey, I'm not. It's not. It's not done yet. It's not done. It's yet, not done. done. It, it's really rough. And then we go on there, and it looks like a professional. Like like we hired someone for thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, what you don't know is I did that. I hired somebody for thousands. Put it on our bill. Here's Kelly's song. That was Ooh, yes. this is yours, right? Would it be true to say that I ordered you? Or is it you that ordered me? I could say you are the only one I see. But I can't stop at two or three. Should have just taken yes. a video of that. No, that is, we're, it's, it's, we have it. It's there. all on video. Yeah. Oh, so, so cheers mm. to uh, my sister-in-law Rachel, who called us out. Was with her this weekend, this past weekend for Easter, and she said, "Why don't you guys play any lead female vocalist songs?" And I'm like, "You know what? We really haven't done that much." So, it, um, uh, Lake Street Dive is one of my is one of my new favorite bands, and that girl Rachel Price is the lead singer, and it's one of those things I saw them on NPR Tiny Desk concert series if you haven't gone yeah, on youtube cool. and seen that channel mm-hmm. it is worth it. i don't care if you like npr or don't there's one thing that they do 
and they bring like small artists to the forefront with that little thing, the little YouTube channel they do. She's somebody that has an amazing voice. I, you and I talked Hamilton. I think she's got one of the best voices in the market today that you yep. can find. But she got a record contract when she was like 16. Her story is pretty in-depth, but I won't do the whole thing. But she got ruined by a record contract and had to wait like 10 years to be able to put out something on her own. And she's a jazz singer. She looked, She hooked up with some other folks and made uh, Lake Street Dive. Go look those guys up. Amazing music. I can't wait to see them live one day. Yeah, I saw. That's how I got. I was at a music festival. I think it was... Um, I think it was the Hangout, and uh, I saw Lollapalooza. And man, she just—you saw him live? Yeah, that was oh, how yeah, I got introduced that. to him. I did. You just don't remember? Did she just blow you away? Oh yes, and and so I have. So my daughter Ellie sings, and I have her listening listen to her because her voice is so smooth and powerful. Way to set the bar just low. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, just be like, Jeez. just be like her. Here, here, here's a girl. Listen to her, and you know, emulate that. She's a that's just she's like better than uh, Mariah Carey, but those pitches and stuff, right? So, anyway, not I that I like I don't like Mariah Carey. But yeah, you do. I don't. I really don't. That and Frozen. Um, I do like Frozen. So, uh, Alan, Bourbon News, sir. Oh yeah, we do have some uh, Bourbon News, and uh, it is about uh, the. So this week I, ta- I pulled up uh, uh, something interesting. There is a festival, a brand new festival going on in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, called Bourbon and Beyond. And it is September 23rd and 24th. Uh, the tickets were $119, but they already went up to uh, $139. Uh, so uh, the, the there's a lot of good music here. The headliner is Stevie Nicks, but they also have, and get this, Eddie Vedder, Whoa. Steve Miller, Joe Bonamassa, what? Gary Clark Jr., Amos Lee, what? Buddy Guy, Buddy Guy, we just Trombone Shorty, who? Kenny Wayne Shepherd, yes, Keith Johnny Lang, yes. Chris Robinson Brotherhood, and and best of all, Keeper Sutherland. Sutherland. No way, wow. Jack Bauer. Is he gonna who save the knew world? That guy was out there making go. music. So when I read that, I went and looked up, up uh, some Keeper Sutherland music he videos on YouTube. He is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> How could so, Jack Bauer be bad at a he's, band? He's, he's, he's great at saving the band. world. I don't know. He's horrible it. at so, entertaining the world. All right, so here's the thing. He made money by acting, but then maybe his first love was oh, yeah, music. I, I see that a lot. So how... So I mean, everybody wants to be the so grass is always greener. You've right? made money as a financial advisor. You've done very well for yourself. However, what would you do to take? What would you do as a job if you go? All right, I've if done money. Wasn't here, a concern. Money wasn't a concern. You got it in the bank. You're going to go do be on the radio. Well, we're bringing that dream to you, buddy. We're <laughs> bringing you. it every Sunday for an hour at 5 o'clock on WSOS 103.9. So, hey, you want to get, get heavy? You're welcome. What about that Facebook guy? The Facebook killer? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we talked about that this week. So he got what he deserved. A no. to the head? See, that's right. Yep. Well, yeah, he killed himself. So, but why why wouldn't you just kill yourself before you take someone else's life? I mean, no, why, no I, yeah, you're well, I just because you want to be famous for your thirty minutes of fame. Wait, you I'm know behind. What? Who's the Facebook killer? So there was a guy that walked up to someone on the street on Facebook, or he went Facebook shot, Live shot someone dead on video and then posted it on Facebook, uh, and that's the hard part. Guy, about, was it a homeless guy? I don't no, know. No, 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 he's he, not a he homeless just, guy. He did, good, I think he does that walk. Uh, good old family back guy from the from the store. A good family guy. Man. Like apparently, did he you has... watch that? Did you watch? No, that? I won't. No. I, I, I couldn't uh, either. I, I don't think that I can read the story, but watching the video won't help my life at all. So I'm like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. I can read the story about the gentleman that was killed, but it just makes me matter about the whole thing. So I, I, I try not to, to do that. But I mean, what a selfish way to do. He kills that guy, and then goes and kills himself when he gets found out by the police. He also proclaimed that he killed 15 other people, so everyone's freaking out. So it creates this big media stir. The news is all over it. I think the news actually did a decent job this time of not yeah, hyping blowing it, it out of yeah, proportion because they realize at some point the more uh, attention they give this guy, then, exactly. he, then he wins. But there's st- it still leads the news. It still leads the news in some in some format. But gosh, it makes me so mad. So I, I, when what this do you guy's... think about, um, so let's say he gets arrested and they go through a trial. Right. Are you for putting him to death? Or, I mean, how do you, what's your Absolutely. stance? Alan, your stance on the death penalty is absolutely eye for an eye. Yeah, and 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 here's here's what I'll tell you. A lot of people argue against me because, and they'll say that the death penalty does not uh, prevent or it does not discourage people from committing murder, and they're right. And I wouldn't disagree with that, not one little bit. 
personally, I believe the death penalty is there as a punishment, and that's what it is. It's, it's just a punishment. If you take someone else's life, right, and, and you mean to, this is premeditated, and you go out and you take someone else's life, in my opinion, you have forfeited your right to live. Yeah, and in this case, celebrated the fact that he took someone else's so, life, which is yes, ridiculous. So, yes, I am absolutely for the death penalty. Uh, I understand when people disagree with me, and I am happy to hear them out. Uh, I have not yet heard a convincing enough argument to change my mind. Kelly? I'm for it. I'm for it. Because, I'm, and I can't argue with anything that Alan just said. I mean, I don't like anyone taking a life. However, at some point, I'm just kind of like, you've done such an egregious crime against humanity, against God, and all the great things that are on this earth. You're ended. You're yeah, done. Like, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you, you forfeit your right to live. And, and there's there's a lot of people that disagree and say, oh, well, he goes to prison, he gets incarcerated, and he gets a chance to, you know, change his life and maybe be saved or whatever you want to call it. But my goodness, I, I I can't see waiting thirty years and paying all that much money from taxpayers to see if that ever happens. That's where I struggle <clears> with <throat> it. Now, I, so it's a touchy Nicole? subject. Hmm. You, Go do ahead, not, you do it's not okay. have to answer because it's okay. You, you, I can look into your face and tell you, what no, you're about fine. to say, but I, it's fine. I feel like everyone is entitled to their own opinion. I do not agree with the death penalty. Okay. Um, you grew up in Ohio. Yes, is that right? That, that has nothing to do with it. No, though. it kind of does. Oh, okay. But I'll bring it. I'll come so, to um, sure, if somebody wants to change or whatever, that's great. But that's not why I think. I think that if you kill them, I think they get the easy way out because you're dead. If you are alive and you have to stay in prison and you have you think to prison is harder than that's harder because when you die you get the easy way out. I, you I mean, know what I agree you, with you. Die you die. I agree with you from the perspective of this. This guy went and shot somebody and then killed himself. Yeah. That was the easy way out for him. He didn't. There was no justice for the family. There was no, there was nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just end there, and that's that's tough for me to. to, to well, take personally, as well, I but. see that I see that his life ended is justice to me. Maybe for the victim, and I see that, but I don't see it from him. I don't. I feel like his punishment would be much grander if he had to fulfill a life in misery in prison. So I found a website. That's not bad. I found a website that had all these kind of statistics on it because we mentioned this briefly during our text conversations during the week, and there are some pretty interesting stats. What state do you think has the most number of death row inmates? Death, not, not not put to death, but on currently on death row. California. California oh. has 745 death row inmates. And that's such a, a it's a liberal state. Well, maybe because they won't kill anybody. They, they have they a keep, law, but they I won't see, kill anybody. I see. And they also so they state, just keep stacking up. Yeah. Florida's number two with 395. Ohio is 142, and they're about number eight. Where's Kentucky on here? I don't even see Kentucky on the list. Maybe Kentucky doesn't have the death penalty. No, I think they do. You think they do? Yeah. But I mean, uh, what's so, your stance, yeah. Cam? You never said. Um, you know what? I for some reason I'm I. I when I start stuttering, you know, I, I, I'm very conflicted about it's going to be good. No, it's it's going to be good, good one to be conflicted about. Like, yeah. and, and I can make an argument on both sides and I don't want people to think that I'm straddling the fence and I know you need to stand for something. However, I, f- I feel like that life is precious. I, I don't care if it's a, that's one reason I don't hunt. I, I don't care if it's an animal. I don't care if it's a whatever. Rabbits I, taste so good though. Rabbits are precious. Rabbits taste. So I, I don't, I don't, it's very difficult for me to say right. that I should kill someone, okay, mm-hmm. for 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 a crime that they did. Right. Um, however, if someone did something to my family, mm. to me that I guess my true colors come out, you yeah. know, because I would say absolutely get rid of them. Um, so it, it's kind of a, a you know a double standard on that. But if if I had to pick a side, um, I would say that life's precious and I, I'm going to have to agree with Nicole that we would stay on the, on the side of making them stay in prison. Yeah. T- and technically everyone says that, uh, and there's some statistics on this page that we found deathpenaltyinfo.org, And it's not morbid. It's really good statistics on this whole topic. And one of the interesting things is you would think it would be cheaper to put someone to death by that state. Um, rather than keep them incarcerated for 30 years. But the reality is it's more expensive for the death penalty by billions of dollars. Is but that's really? because of our appeal process. That. Right, because there's so when you get put when you get sentenced to life in prison, it's pretty much done. There's not a lot of appeals, there's not a lot of court time. There's it just kind of ends there and you spent that guy spends the rest or woman spends the rest of their life in prison and that's the cost, whatever cents a day. Now on death row inmates 
they they have several appeals. Yeah, and they keep and going. Several back times back. that paperwork goes in front of the governor of that state, and they have to sign off on yes, this person's put to death. So that costs a lot more in litigation than just a, a, a sentence does. So that is interesting. I always thought the opposite. If you just knock it out and it's so over with, I, and it's I just do want to say one last thing, and then we'll kill yeah. this topic. Um, death row inmates by race. Yeah. That one was surprising to me. That was very surprising. So white people are crazy. 42%. So (laughs) death row inmates by race, 42% black, Mm -hmm. 42% white. Say it again. Death row inmates. Death row. People, people currently on death row by race, 42 and 42, 42 and 42 and Hispanics are 13, but, but the population in prisons are mostly African-Americans. It's uh, upwards of 70%, I think. But whites still make up forty two percent. So that but, means that when the when whitey goes off, whitey goes off. Yeah, when they go to prison, they are crazy. I yeah. can't say what I want to say. But you also know there's one state that still does firing. Um, oh, um, what's what, what, uh, when they firing, firing squad? Firing squad. Firing squad? Yeah. Utah laying it down. Firing squad. All right, we'll talk to you after this. Who's cream?
That was Cream with Eric Clapton, Crossroads. Probably, if I had to have a favorite song, that would be my... Uh, That's your Desert you Island song. Ha- yeah, if you had to have one. If I had to have one. Wasn't that your... So welcome uh, back. You're listening to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS 103.9 FM right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Hey, if you have a product or a business that you'd like to like us to feature on the show, contact us at info at com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, YouTube, and our website, thebourbonchronicles.com. And that's it. Hamilton. What do we got for food, Kelly? I'm so Ooh. excited. Kel's Kitchen. So Kelly's I did, Kitchen. I, I didn't because we spent the morning What's on the water. Beeping? I don't know. I think it's all your oh, GoPro died. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry about that. So, uh, I, I spent the morning on the, on the boat with some friends, so I didn't have time to cook myself. So I stopped by a local barbecue joint here in, in, uh, Jacksonville called Woodpeckers. And they are one of those joints that just makes their smoked meats and they sell out their clothes. Very good stuff. I got their smoked turkey and their daddle pepper sausage. So pass that around and have it. Sausage where, where is it? I love sausage. It's on it's on State Road 13 at the corner of uh, County Road um, 16. Do you want me to, B or whatever. Do you want me to cut these sausages? No, just take a bite. Just take a bite. I don't have time to cut it. But my favorite thing about these guys is everything is woodpeckers. So it's um, <laughs> they have large large plates and small plates. So when you mm-hmm. go up when you go up to the this is the best smoked turkey you'll ever. I think it's the best smoked turkey Not you'll ever be. have. So anyway, they um. They, when you order, you can order a um, a big pecker plate or a little pecker plate, <laughs> and then they call out your order, so that when you're uh, you go to pick up your order, someone says, "Who's got the little pecker here? Anybody got the little pecker?" And no one ever orders that because you don't want to be the one that's like, yeah, "That's me." <laughs> that's, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, it's a good joint, and they're uh, nice family folks. Um, they are not paying for the sponsorship, although. Maybe someday they will. Man, that's good, Kelly. Thank it's you. good, right? Yeah, you're welcome. Really I didn't have time to cook, so I apologize. I was going to do like super hot wings and not tell Hamilton. My plan was to make grilled hot wings and put ghost pepper sauce on them. And why would you want to do that to me? Because I wanted to see how he reacted and you, because you didn't <clears throat> eat your daddle pepper. I took a bite and my lip was on fire for a week. Exactly. So can we bring this back around to the bourbon now that we have some food? Um, how? What do you guys think of it? Mm. You know what? It's got a lot of flavor. Um, not as smooth as I would like for a 10-year aged. I feel like um, it's a little bit harsh for that Yeah, Alan said the same statement. thing. Oh, really? We agreed on something? Me and you? He's eating. He's licking his fingers. You can't talk when he's going. Yeah, we definitely agree on that. It's uh, It says 10 years. And uh, although it's not horrible by any stretch of the word, um, it uh, I would think for something that is aged 10 years, it would be a little smoother. You know what, though? Uh, Taste it with that pepper, that old pepper sausage. I will. I it, ch- will. it changes the profile of it. But it is, uh, it's not bad. It, um, it's a little more harsh than some of the bourbons that we've tasted that weren't as old mm-hmm. or as aged as long. I should say old. Um, but again, at the price point, I mean, this is around 32 bucks. It's not bad. So, so they have the same, my mouth is full, um, <laughs> the same mash bill as. Evan Williams, Elijah Craig, your favorite fighting cock. So uh-huh. <laughs> I've never had that. I don't even know. What... <laughs> so how does that work? I mean, how do they do that? So they take they have the same um, the same recipe, but because they age theirs ten years, it makes it different. Well, you know what? There's only a few grains that you can use to make right. bourbon here in sure. America, so it, it doesn't surprise me that some of these bourbons have the same mash bill. Yeah. So. Man, you've been on that website, Breaking Bourbon? Have no. you been on that? That's a good one to go on to. But uh, they reviewed it, and the guy said that he felt like for the price point, because this is what, high 20s for, mm, for it's, a it's price? An, no, high 30s, low 40s, I think. Low, uh, no, I, I don't I think it's that much. 32. Yeah, it's right. What did I just say? High 40 or 40. Low high 40s. 30s, low 40s? Okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I was close. But what he said for a ten, ten year that he has had because it's single barrel, he's had some bottles that weren't good. Mm. But it, but if you get a barrel that is good, it's that's tremendous. A good point. So maybe we have uh, a yeah. bottle that's not as good as some of the others. Yeah, that's, that's and, a great and he point. he felt that it's either it's going to be the next one to either um, they're going to change their labeling because they're going to have to do different. You know, what, what do we have that just changed their? Was it Willett that changed it, or was it Noah's Mill that just changed their labeling? Noah's to, Mill took the age statement off. Yes, so he said yeah. they're either going to do that, or they're going to um, raise the price of it. 
And Eagle yeah. Rare is another one. Same thing with Eagle Rare. They're, they're either going to change their age statement or raise their price considerably because Eagle Rare, in my opinion, is uh, up there with probably the best uh, uh, buy you can for the money, the best bourbon you can buy for that money. It's pretty harsh. I agree. It's not, it's not as smooth as you would like. No. However, it's good. I think it might make a good cocktail. You know, I, I don't think it's one that you want to sip on neat. I, I, I probably wouldn't. I'm going to take it at least with ice, with some rocks. You okay? So what? bourbon always gets better after the third or fourth or fifth glass, right? I'm on about uh, <laughs> yeah. four here, and it's yeah. not bad. It's, it's getting better. i got hiccups now. Yeah. You know what? I, I've been drinking that the whole show, and after I took a drink after eating that, it burnt it's, my mouth more than. I think it's the daddle pepper. Maybe Ooh. you guys are wimps. You think it no, it, no, it broke. Burn. Yeah, it brought so out another flavor. Little daddle pepper. Is that in good or bad? Is that I'm a good statement or a bad statement? Well, for me, it, I I didn't like it, but hmm. anyway, it's because you're a wimp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I are we going to rate it or are we going to just do that off air because we have three minutes? We can we can post it off air. I don't have the spreadsheet up. Dang, so. dang it! I know. Yeah, we got to get better with that. Yeah, I know. But we say that every week, and yeah. we get to this last. It seems like this segment's always so rushed. I guess because we kind of push everything else back. Would, would you rate that? Would you if you had to go in and buy a thirty dollar bottle, high thirties? I just told Alan I wouldn't buy it again. You get Eagle Rare over this yes. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, Buffalo Trace would be. Oh, Buffalo yeah. Trace or Eagle Rare? I'd yeah. go get one of those two. So if we can, this. if you can, ta- if I can take anything away from this, it is you can profess to be the only. Extra yeah. aged, single barrel, bottled and bond. You can have all these special criteria, but it doesn't mean you're the best. So right. you got Eagle Rare, who just does a good blend, have a good flavor. They they pull the bottle out when it's the right flavor for the right profile, and it's it's thirty what two bucks. It's really good. So it doesn't like a lot of this criteria doesn't matter. And if you want to put a Coke with it, do it. If you want to make a cocktail out of it, great. You don't have to be super special with it. Hey, right? real quick, before real we go quick. on. In the, the uh, bourbon news, I did not mention, I didn't finish talking about uh, Bourbon and Beyond. Uh, we, I never mentioned the website, and I never mentioned the fact that we're planning on going. Yeah, well, yeah, we're definitely going to go. Yeah. Are we going? So, Well, i got to go see Kiefer Sutherland live, so is I'm definitely. Ke- is Kevin Bacon with his band, the Bacon Bacon Band, or whatever they're called? <laughs> All right, wait, I, listen to this. So, hold on. You got some music by I, I want to see what it sounds like, if I can play it. Probably sounds like Alan singing. It's horrible. Mm. It's so bad. Case in point. If you watch his video, he is it's so dramatic, it's, it just takes away from the music. Is he the lead? The, yeah, he's the lead singer, oh. and he plays Ooh. guitar. That sounds like the Avert Brothers is intro. Is it Kiefer? Yeah. Can you turn that up a little? Yeah. Not too much, for God's sake. I mean, it's, it starts out okay. I just Does he sing? Yeah, I don't know what song he picked. Well, this so. sounds okay. I this is called Can't Stay Away. I think I did hear this one. Can't Stay Away? This is one of his... Away? This is one of his hits. His, his what hits. he thinks are his hits. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Who is that singing? That's him? That's Kiefer? Yeah. yeah. How's that Kiefer? That's probably his best song. If you listen to the rest of the album, you so will... So I think he could play like in a musical. He could play at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alan's surprised because your birthday party this week or this year, we got Kiefer and his band, uh, the Lonely Pirates. What are they? What are they called? What's the Kiefer <laughs> band called? I don't even know. Kiefer and the Lonely Pirates? No, it's just Kiefer Sutherland. That's what they're called now. <laughs> Kiefer and the Donald Sutherlands. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Thank uh, you. This is the Bourbon Chronicles. Hey, shoot us an email: info at thebourbonchronicles.com. That's info at thebourbonchronicles.com. And thank you for hanging on to your weekend a little bit longer with us. Good night. Yeah.